Do you know that feeling when everyone is talking about a movie that you haven't seen? Have you ever felt compelled to make some vague comments just so you can join in the conversation? Well, what if you were in too deep? Do you think you could convince everyone that you'd seen it? Or do you think your version would be so much better that no one would care? Here at Faking Movies, we're always the ones who haven't seen the movie. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Faking Movies. This is... Don't you fucking do it. Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> Seth? <laughs> oh, you piece of shit. Piece of shit. As our faking heads will remember, all two of you. Hey guys, In I quit. I think I quit. I'm, previous I'm episode, Seth and I did uh, uh, weaponize mouth hearts uh-huh. to fuck with Zach. Um, yeah. I have actually and gotten what, super into it, and I learned several techniques well, this and is, things over the last This is week. what I was going to say. Uh, what I didn't anticipate, and I don't know why, yeah. uh, Seth has gotten really into playing the mouth harp, and of course... You give Seth an annoying mouth uh, <laughs> sound machine, and he's going to play it on the podcast. Yeah. Yep. So we know how he's doing. We, we have to f- uh, contact Seth's partner to get her to throw that the fuck out of the window <laughs> at some point. She's into it, <laughs> too. I can't believe. I'm sorry. Damn it. Uh, yeah, I feel like it was going to go either 100% or 0% for her. Yeah. Uh, yep. So, yeah. <laughs> So anyway, we know how Seth's doing. Uh, I'm also here with my dear friend Zach. How are you, Zach? Man, I was so much better 20 seconds ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm hanging def- on now. Yeah. It's fucking mouth heart, man. Um, uh, and this the key is you press it against uh, your teeth, actually. Yeah, but you have to use your mouth, your lip as a buffer. Nope. So nope. Not not in. So this is a Russian style mouth harp, and you press it directly. You know what? I, I, I shouldn't like have engaged. This. this is my fault. Uh-huh. I, I you should engaged. not have engaged. Wait, you engaged. You engaged. I know. I shouldn't <laughs> this have. It's all your fault. Look! Look what you've done. <laughs> yeah, he's doing it. He's really yeah. No, doing you just it. jam uh, it right in there, and you can easily chip a tooth if you do it with a wrong technique. Yep. So I've learned. I wish that so, upon you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, you have dental insurance. Go fuck yourself. Uh, yeah. So. As uh, as I've been trying to say, it's episode 170, and normally this is the part where we would uh, remember, hopefully, to say, check out our Twitter, because Marielle works very hard. Uh, and I'm going to let her say it this week. Hey, Marielle, what's Hi. up? Marielle's here. I do work very yeah. hard. You can find us on Twitter <laughs> at Faking Movies and give us some likes and some, you know, send us a high five or... Honestly, oh if you God. if you interact with us, I'm going to like retweet it because we get so few yeah. interactions. So please, you can be please do <laughs> on our Twitter. I totally, I totally now am realizing that I always say that you should check out our Twitter, but I can't remember the last time I mentioned what our Twitter <laughs> handle was. Yeah, it, it's the obvious thing. People can. So, so Marielle, Let's tell hope. me how how do you feel about mouth harps? They're fine to look at. But I don't think I ever want to see one actually being used or good answer. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. they are mm-hmm. interesting when they're silent. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that, much like children, that, <laughs> exactly. they're, they're okay to look at from afar. They're, they're better to be seen, <laughs> seen and, and not heard. heard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I love that the the one person on mic right now that is actively planning on on bringing children into this world is the one who made that mm-hmm. joke. So. Hey, I'm just setting expectations for myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yep, kitten Fisto. Uh, yep. So two children, Jules and Vern. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Always fingers crossed, quadruplets. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, did you say quad? 
quadruplets Quad- what was that uh, yeah quit it, so Quinn is five. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, no. But it was mostly the truplets part that I. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'll have to look it up before we have them. Mm-hmm. Droop quadruplets. Sure, sure. Think of the Alien quadrilogy. Oh, I do often actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. think of, I remember that. At think Best about Buy. your poor wife having to carry <laughs> four <laughs> fetuses. There is that. I've, all for our goof names. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, she was really honey, carrying the burden. Oh, on that don't, one. <laughs> honey! Could just I need do you to keep taking these could, fertility drugs. Just do two sets of twins. Yeah, you could. No, you could just have one set of twins, and their first name is Kit, and the second one's name oh. is Vern, and the next one's, uh, and and the next one's first name is <laughs> Fisto, and, and the and the middle name is Jules. Man. If if it was even possible to make this goof more inscrutable. <laughs> yes, my name These is my Fisto's Jules. Jules and Fisto. Last name. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wowzers. I mean... Oh my God. I feel like we have like weaponized childhood at this point. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think it's any the of only us way to get through should, it, ha- should have no, children. No. I think they'll get taken away when Fully CBS agreed. listens to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! All this recorded evidence of drunken bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Not since Harmony, or yeah, not since Harmony Corrine debuted in Hollywood has anyone weaponized childhood <laughs> yes. quite like accurate, mm-hmm. quite like Zach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh fuck! What do we do on this show? Uh, movies and stuff. Mariel, you got a thing. I what, do. what you got? You guys yeah. gave me a movie that, mm-hmm. of course, I've never heard of and a short cast. Um, this one's called Green Room. Mm-hmm. So I've never heard of this one, but I was I had two thoughts on why you gave it to me. The first one is it's some sort of musical because that's kind of my jam. We did discuss and this. And the second yeah. is because it has a color in the name and I'm the color queen. So I was mm-hmm. thinking, like, oh, because it's like green. It's like a color. So what I'm you, hoping. You two fellas definitely did not think about that, did you? No. Not even a little. Mm-hmm. Um, Weirdly, it is, is neither of those things, but we did discuss at least the musical yeah. aspects. Mm-hmm. Even though yeah, we, we talked about, oh, obviously we're going to pick a musical and then we couldn't come up with one. So. <laughs> um, and the cast- Colors is good though. Yeah. I was excited about that. The cast you gave me um, was the first, well, I'll go in order. Mm-hmm. Anton Yelchin, and mm-hmm. that's an RIP. Yes, indeed. Um, So I didn't realize this, but he died in like a freak accident, got run over by his own car. Yeah. Yeah, the The, E-brake failed. The E-brake failed, and it Uh, came rolling down a hill, and it pinned him against the fence. A a noted maybe defect of that year Jeep, no one is quite sure. Indeed. It was the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, It was very upsetting, and I I shouldn't have pulled that up. Yep. Here's a not like fun fact. This is just a fact. Uh, this is actually his final movie to be released. I don't know about filmed, but final to yes. be released. Oh, no, that's yep. even mm-hmm. worse. He's quite good in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's, he, he's great he in it. Puts up a good perf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then you guys are gonna have to help me with the pronunciation on this last name. Aaliyah Shawcat. Yep, Shawcat? you know her. Yeah, Allie Ali Swycat. <laughs> you know. Well. No. That's a no, no. That's a joke just for a friend of the show, Jess. Oh. Uh, her name is Aaliyah Shockett. Yeah, yeah. Okay. you, you, you nailed it. Turns out. <laughs> no. uh, Jesus Christ! Oh boy. Im- Imogen Poots, uh-huh. which is like yep. mm-hmm. the most British name possible. 
Yeah, it is. She is a human who I have seen in things and known that she is the actress, including this movie, and then had to look up what she looks like to figure out who (laughs) she is. Yeah, agreed. What face is attached to those two words? Agreed. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And then to round it out, we have Sir Patrick Stewart. It's true. Which, Mm -hmm. when I was initially given this cast, I got Anton and Patrick up first, and I immediately was like, is this a Star Trek movie? (laughs) Uh, it turns yeah. out it's not. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. Different timelines, so, but that's fine. Yeah. Look. Yeah, Anton's from the Kelvin first. timeline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't, look, I, I don't know. Maybe there don't are know. several CBS, crossovers. It's a nightmare. There could be. CBS All Access is trying to ring that Star Trek thing dry these days. Mm. Yes. You never that's know. True. They have a cartoon show right to now. that. Yeah. They do. Yeah, yeah Lower that's Decks. Um, hmm. I heard it's not great. I, that doesn't I heard Discovery sucks a bunch of dicks, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, so much. So much it's just track. because it's different, I think. Uh, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that on episode two hundred, where we talk about all of the Star Treks. You, you guys, you we've idiot. only watched one of those movies. There are thirteen uh, movies. Yeah, God damn. Ooh, we better get started. Yeah, we, we started, we and then we went so camping, and everything <laughs> fell apart. <laughs> We got started and then we were all so fucking bummed out that we were like, oh, yeah. no. Uh, here's a sneak preview. The first one is really bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But it was directed by the guy who directed The Sound of Music. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Sure. Is it also a musical? Which is massively confusing. Uh, God, I no, wish it was. It would have been better somehow. Been wonderful. <laughs> anyway, um, that's, that's, a, that's a horse of that's a different color, as it were. Mm-hmm. So let's get back to a color that Marielle knows a whole lot oh, about. Oh, I was wondering the color, green. color. I forgot the that the name green. of this movie had a color in it. Um, okay, oh. so I, I'll also share. It's called the transition. Two failed ideas about for this one. Um, <laughs> the, my first concept, which I really did try to make it happen, was like a some kind of Wizard of Oz side story that oh, takes shit. place in the Emerald City, the Green Room. Okay, nice. maybe has something to do with like how you know how they make everything green and the green glasses and everything, but mm-hmm. I kind of like couldn't come up with a plot. Mm-hmm. And it's a musical. It's a musical kind of. I mean, like it could, could have been. Maybe? It's Wizard of Oz. Like <sighs> um, I was thinking more like Return to Oz. Don't ever. Oh, think with that. with uh, the original <laughs> with TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, no, I, I stay away from and that. And the Wheelers. Those weird, elongated body nightmare guys with masks on their heads. The wheelers fucked me. Yeah, they definitely gave me nightmares. nightmares. Yeah. Yeah. All bad. All bad. Um, And then I also wanted to do a heist movie where the target is a room full of cash called the green room Mm because it's full of American money, ostensibly. Um, (laughs) Oh, this feels like a money plane spinoff. It kind of does. Oh, my God. That's such a good idea. The money plane and the green room would have been like a perfect box set. Now I have to interject. The money plan was horrendous. It was really bad. It was. Yeah, I tried to. Call, I, 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 I tried to call my shot on being a tastemaker with that one, and I was wrong. Yeah, so. no, it was nearly uh, impossible to watch. It was awful. Uh, that reminds me, Zach. Uh, next, my next uh, shot called here is uh, the purge. Ever? Nope, that exists. So the binge. The binge is about to come out. Everybody's going to be on uh, the binge train. I don't think anyone knows about the binge except for us four right mm-hmm. here, right now. Yep. And like, I only know about it because you told me about it earlier. Yeah, right. dude. Like, well, it's a parody of the Purge, and Vince Vaughn is in it. Yeah. Get ready, America! It's, it's gonna suck. It's definitely not gonna have the hype that Money Plane had. For yeah. Interesting. I don't know. The kid who cuts his dick off in the package is in it. I'm into that. Like, oof, doof. Uh, well, <sighs> Marielle, save us, fr- save us from <laughs> okay. this fart spiral. 
Yes. Can you mute my mic from a distance? Like, can you remote mute me? I, I can on our video chat, but I cannot in the recording until whoever oh, edits I, it. I'm editing yeah, this dude. episode, so I have all the power. Oh, what a nightmare. <gasps> yeah. All right. So I didn't go with either of those two. I couldn't come mm-hmm. up with like a good enough heist. It was going to be too short. So I wanted to give it the big plot. So, um, Surprise, I did not do a musical this time. So what? we're going against okay. type. I know. Are okay. you disappointed? I, I kind of am. A little. Yeah. <laughs> we can maybe. Love a good musical. I can, there's a couple places where you can fit in like a musical sequence. Um, maybe like a karaoke sort of situation where it's like not as, as really a musical it. sequence, but it actually is. Or like that really dumb movie Southtown where like they they just add uh, like uh, Justin Timberlake lip syncing to the killers at some they point. They sure do. I mean, you know, I'm okay the only thing weirder than like a full musical is a sparse musical. Yeah. Where there's like like minutes and minutes of shit and then there's like four or songs. Or there's just like one <laughs> weird like dream musical sequence oh, and everyone's Penny, like, yeah. Penny's from Heaven. Scene? Yeah, you're talking about Penny's from Heaven. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, another another Mario classic. <laughs> Yours was the original, wasn't? (laughs) Well, we talked about this. We didn't see the original. The Steve Martin one wasn't. Not BBC TV version. Mm -hmm. The remake movie version. It was trash. Trash garbage. Yep. All right. So um, I'm going to tell you guys about my green room. Perfect. So we open on set at a typical late night talk show. Mm-hmm. So you can think mm. it's, you know, like a Leno type situation. Just generic studio. Patrick Stewart has just finished his monologue. He's going to be our host and he's heading back to his desk to start the interview segment. We see like the panning shots of the audience and the crew and we see Anton and he's like the director slash producer. I'm not sure what the right title is here, but the guy. Mm-hmm. He's like the Jordan Slansky of Conan. Sure. It, it's nebulous on TV in general. It's just like the guy yeah, who's the like Jordan Slansky. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like giving signals to the pa- to Patrick, to the crew. He's like got a headset on. Um, yeah. And we. S- You've nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> the director slash producer. Yeah. Aaliyah is off in the. I'm going to call it the wings because it's, I assume it's like a stage. And she's waiting for it to be interviewed. And she looks nervous. Her makeup seems kind of smudged, but maybe that's the style. Um, Imogen is her best friend and manager, and she's waiting with her. She's very excited for Ali to go on because this is her first appearance on a late night talk show, mm-hmm. and she's like an upcoming rising starlet. Um, she's there to promote her new film, and it's her first as a lead. And it's people are hyping her up to say she's going to be the next like Gal Gadot or Keira Knightley or like any other like mm-hmm. young, skinny, pretty female starlet of choice. Mm-hmm. So Anton gives the cue and Patrick introduces Aaliyah. She walks onto the set, sits on the couch next to him and he starts to chat her up and she's very distracted. She's looking around the set wildly. Her hands are shaking and it's like two minutes, but it just feels like a lifetime. And she just runs off the set and she's like, I can't do this. I'm sorry. I can't. I have to go. She's just like hysterical and she just runs out. Mm-hmm. Patrick's dumbfounded and Anton's like signaling wildly for him to stall or do whatever and they just cut to a commercial sure the commercial is going to be our title sequence which is going to be in the style of like a commercial for his show so this could be kind of musically and it's like I don't know think of a good jingle for a late night show um, and it's how they introduce everyone 
Can so, perhaps yes. mouth harp be heavily featured <laughs> in this theme? Absolutely not. <laughs> you don't Hard think pass. it's such a, a, a mouth harp score? No. No yeah. major network would pick the show. <laughs> no. I didn't say it was on a network. See, but what here's the problem. It's also about? a legacy, so you can't stop it. Oh, sorry. Wait, what? It's like a legacy no, show, like never the mind. Night Show or the Late Late Show or some shit like that. Oh yeah, sure. You can get fired from those. See Conan. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you you can get fired, but probably not for mouth harp. <laughs> no, I listen think up, Seth Myers. <laughs> you probably can't get fired for mouth harp. <laughs> Seth Myers, look us up. You... Zach, don't you know someone we, who writes yes, for Seth Myers? Yes, we do Myers? know someone who writes for Seth Myers. Yeah, Mariel knows well, this person know too. Yeah, we, yeah. we, we yeah. went, went to college, college with him. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Um, do you hate him because he's famous? No. No. I, don't know I hate him because he wasn't a super cool dude. Uh, oh, we never, I don't hate him. We never had problems. He was just not a super cool dude. Yeah, he was, he was fine. It's like, whatever. Um, <laughs> so, Aaliyah's, we the commercial ends. We cut back to the live sequence, and Aaliyah's running out of the theater. Imogen's falling close behind. They like have high heels on, they're running. Um, and they burst through the side doors of the studio into a city alley where all the, and there's paparazzi waiting. So obviously mm-hmm. they've been on their phones. They heard that something weird happened on the show. Mm-hmm. And as they emerge, everyone's yelling to her, Aaliyah, Aaliyah, what happened? And the girls, they climb into like their waiting black car and the driver you know, is trying to drive and the paparazzi are like all around the car and Aaliyah's just crying, hysterical and Imogen doesn't know what to do with herself. She's just trying to comfort her. So they sure. arrive I said they arrived at her apartment in Tribeca because I just assumed this is taking place in New York <laughs> City. I didn't even think about the fact that maybe some of these people mm-hmm. are British, so it could be London. It yeah, really matter. I think New York City works really well. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. James yeah. James Corden hosts a show in New York City, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I've never watched well, it. I think, it's, I yeah, like I think he's in L.A., but it's the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's also kind of it's, it's terrible, but yeah, I don't fine. like yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. Listen, we can't all... Like, Craig Ferguson left on his own terms, Seth. We can't just pine for Craig Ferguson. <laughs> no, yeah. James Corden uh, actually sucks as a person. I yeah, think. that's that's essentially it, yeah. I also don't think he's funny. Yep. Like, I don't yeah. get the appeal. Like, he doesn't he's, have a he's, fun he's, robot uh, robot punk sidekick. Robot skeleton. Oh, Jeff yeah, Peterson? Jeff. Yeah, uh-huh. he, he, has, uh, he has Reggie Watts, who is cooler than a robot. That's thing. true, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hmm. I the, the story Watts I heard about James Corden, not to derail James entirely. Corden? Oh, I want to know though. So go ahead. Yeah, this is a fucking nightmare. Uh, he was in first class, and somebody from Coach came up and had a screaming baby, and like he was like, "Hey, can you take that somewhere else?" And then that person that went baby? back to Coach, and then they found out late. All the people around him found out later that that was his wife and his kid. <laughs> <laughs> told them oh. to go fuck off back to coach. Oh, what? I don't know if this is true. I, I do not know oh, if this is true. I oh, I need this. to look this up. That's that is that's oh next level. Shit. <laughs> Fucking that is some wild, <laughs> dirty that shit. Is, I know. You I know. can't even write that. Fuck like, wild. I yeah. I, that is like the thing that a Jack Nicholson character would do in a movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, that is I, as I refuse, good as it gets. I, <laughs> this may be fictional. I refuse to get sued for this, but I have heard that on the internet. Oh, I kind of hope it's real because it's incredible, but like it's terrible also. Mm-hmm. So like I kind of yeah. want it to be fake, but I also want it to be real. So then I can be like, look, this is why James Corden is terrible. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that into my life. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. All right. So <laughs> anyway. anyway, we're in New York. Uh, been ver- yes. This story has been verified by multiple people on the flight. Mm. Yikes. <laughs> oh, no. James Corden, you're canceled. 
Yeah. Sorry, bro. Not great. Yeah. <laughs> it's official. Yeah. One one of his two episodes of Doctor Who was very good. So yeah, was, well, okay. he that much. Okay, okay. <laughs> you get you get you get a one percent pass. Is that the so one where they? Is that the canceled. one where they kill God slash the devil or uh, something else? <laughs> no, 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 no. That was, it was years later. This, this was a Matt Smith oh, uh, okay. arc. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So we'll go back to the not terrible people. Um, so we arrive at Aaliyah's apartment and it's, you know, a security building. They're waiting to receive her. And of course, the paparazzi are already there. They're yelling for her. They, again, mm-hmm. they've gotten tips from each other. They know something's up. Um, so they like slam the building, the door and they're friendly, like free of the chaos. And Aaliyah just claps on the couch and Imogen tucks her under a blanket and they just sit in silence. The mm-hmm. audience has no idea what's going on. No one knows. They just know she had this like emotional freak out and something. Sure. Um, so I want to do kind of like a maybe a montage where we start to see some of the fallout, like the aftermath. Um, so there's gossip magazine, like the Entertainment Tonight, oh, yeah. like piece, you know, about, like yeah. an interstitial yeah. where it's like, yeah, is we Aaliyah love a good montage. Drugs? Mm-hmm. Star is falling, yeah. like movies in jeopardy. You know, the- Lisa Gibbons is in this mm-hmm. this montage. <laughs> I, definitely, sure. yeah. And yeah. you know, Billy Bush comes out of retirement <laughs> for this, just for this like, headline. <laughs> You know, and it's yeah. no one has any idea what's going on, but of course the paparazzi are just making something up t- so mm-hmm. they can sell their like Us Weeklies. Um, Gross. We cut back to the studio, and Patrick and Anton don't know what to do. Should they invite her back? Anton thinks it's great for ratings. Maybe she does some kind of redemption arc. Everyone loves an underdog. Mm-hmm. And Patrick is like, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to send her flowers and just like, you know, see how she's feeling. But they don't. Even, they still don't even know what happened. They don't know. But people are approaching them, being like, "What happened on your show?" And Patrick's like, "I have no idea." And but Anton is like, "We really should try to rebook this girl because like no one's gonna be able to resist watching this episode after she freaked out." So sure. it's been a few weeks, and she hasn't made any appearances. Imogen's trying to like deal with everything. I'm just gonna pretend I don't know this exists and make her also the publicist. So it's like she's a publicist and the manager and the best friend. Mm-hmm. She's everything. That's a lot of roles. People don't understand what any of those jobs are. Yeah, but so like, like, it's fine. No one needs yeah. like a side character publicist. Like, that's just, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, unless Kristen Chenoweth is available. That's oh, true. The world's best publicist. Can we get Kristen Chenoweth? I don't know what my bunch is. I mean, she's not in the real movie, but like, why not? <laughs> if we like, get Kristen Chenoweth, it has to be a musical. I demand Oh, that's it. a good point. <laughs> also, Kristen Chenoweth in the real movie would have been Bonkers. Yeah, interesting for <laughs> sure. Oh my, I don't even know how they would incorporate her in that, but she would Cameo. be one of the many characters that. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. yeah, well, we'll get into it later yeah. for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very interesting. Um, <laughs> Jesus. So she receives like the huge bouquet of flowers from Patrick, and she just has no rea- emotional reaction. She just kind of mm-hmm. shrugs. Mm-hmm. She just moves around her apartment. She sleeps all day. She's not eating. Imogen's staying with her, trying to help her, but she's worried. She's, something's wrong with her best friend, and there's nothing she can do. She's like, "Can you? Do you want me to call a therapist? Do you want me to bring in a private yoga instructor?" And she just kind of shrugs it all off. She just doesn't want to do anything. So we see Imogen's like working the phones, making some phone calls, and then she goes to like an anonymous corner diner somewhere in the city to meet with another woman. She's kind of mysterious. She's got big sunglasses and a hoodie, like in a uh, kind of a look that she doesn't want to be recognized. And they're just sitting over like shitty coffee, chatting, and we don't know what they're talking about. We can't see. It's kind of from afar, um, but it's it's something serious looking. 
we maybe have like a middle act here. I, it was mm-hmm. getting really long, so I just was like, eh, there's life. Yep. So we're <laughs> Let's introduce back. a clone. A clone? Huh? Yeah, let's introduce like a clone. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll have to in see. the middle act, like, and does then the kill clone it off at the end of the middle <laughs> but, act and just we'll skip the goes on the show for her? And like, then yeah. not, but not make any reference to its existence in the third act. We'll yes. just pretend mm-hmm. it wasn't there. Oh, man. Mm. Yep. Every time. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so we flash back <laughs> to the day, the day of Aaliyah's appearance on Patrick's show. We see this set in the crew, but it's earlier in the day. So this is before the audience has arrived. She's in the, she arrives at the studio with Imogen. She sets up in her dressing room. The hair and makeup people are there. There's wardrobe. Um, she's really excited because, again, this is her big first big talk show appearance. This is like a huge step in her career. She's visited in the pa- dressing room by Patrick, and she is like so excited to meet him. She's starstruck. Um, like He's super kind and charming. He can't mm-hmm. wait to interview her. And then I also want to have um, maybe some like cameos here with other celebrities come in that are also being oh. interviewed by Patrick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're also on this yeah, episode. Yeah, so like meet each yeah. other. And then I was thinking if we want a musical sequence, we can have like a band that's doing a live set on the show. That can be our musical mm-hmm. sequence. And you guys can pick whoever you want. I'm assuming letters to Cleo. I mean. <laughs> I was going to say the black eyed peas. Oh, no, I, I was, veto that. I was thinking the shins. <laughs> Can be the shins. I, I, I really like Letters to Cleo. I don't know that they've ever been on a late night show. Yeah. It also really dates this movie to a very no. specific yeah. time. Period, and also, but, like, mm-hmm. I think I think Anton and Aaliyah are too young for them to have been like professionals during the time of yeah. Letters to Cleo. I think they're like our age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, I want. I thought they were younger than. Well, I mean, yeah, Letters to Cleo was young. big in the nineties, um, or like Anton. Know, so Anton like, Yeltsin yeah. is uh, eighty nine. Was when he was born. So, so um, he's young, so younger. Yeah. yeah. Really young. Was. But so we can pick a band here, and we can have like a musical sequence. It'll be very mm-hmm. fun. Um, Love that. Love that. So I said we can vote on that part. Um, so <laughs> throughout mm-hmm. the pre-show prep, there's lots of people in and out of the dressing room, glam squad. PR people, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Anton introduces himself as the director producer, and he like kind of walks Aaliyah through the game plan for the show. The sequence, the yeah, shows. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We get closer to the show t- to showtime, and Aaliyah's moved to the green room by an assistant to dun, wait for dun, her dun. cue. So she goes from her dressing room to the green room. Sure. Imogen stays in the dressing room. She's like playing on her phone or you know whatever. I don't know, watching on a monitor, maybe whatever they do. Um, yeah. But she's like you know gives her a big. Oh, I'm going to break a leg. Mm-hmm. So we see Aaliyah sitting in the green room alone on a security monitor. She's waiting patiently for a cue. She's just sitting quietly. I assume she's watching like the monologue. And on the monitor, we see Anton enter. Aaliyah smiles at him and she's like, okay, is it go time? And he pulls a remote control out of his pocket and the screen goes black. Oh, so no. Awesome. Yeah. Well- so we pick up where the movie began. Wait, sorry. Did you just say it's an escape room? No, oh, it's the green room. Oh, I, I, yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> oh my god! Okay. About escape room. Different movie. Different movie. Okay. <laughs> it's not an escape room movie. Okay. Wow. Like, uh. I'd be really good at writing puzzles if I was going to do that. Yeah. Uh, yes. Real quick, yes. Uh, for Zach and Seth. Chris and Chenoweth plays the role of Big Justin in our in our alternate me. casting. <laughs> I have no idea what Big Justin is. For those I... of you who have seen Green Room, that's hilarious. Oh man, it's a departure from Big Justin. 
But it works. It works. It works. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Big also, Justin is the name head. of the character in this movie. Yeah. 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 Okay, it would cool. be Big Kristen. Or small Kristen. <laughs> no, no, no. It's still, it's still Big Justin. Oh, it's just still Big Justin. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving on. Sorry, Marianne. <laughs> no worries. So we're going to cut back to the set, and we see Aaliyah and Imogen standing in the wings of Patrick's show again. And now we're going to replay the opening sequence through to the cut to the commercial. So we see her get like go out, have her little freak out, run away, and then we cut to commercial again. But this time after the commercial, we go to a news conference on like CNN or like, you know, whatever made up news channel they have on movies. Mm-hmm. CBN. Ooh, can it be GNN? So it's set G- in the GNN. Schumacher Batman rest, uh, universe. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, sure. So the yeah, Gotham News Network. Gossip Gertie is doing. There's the story. no reason why this can't be in the Batman universe. Oh, opens up a lot of sequels. That's yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. she becomes. <gasps> De- Ooh, in the sequel she becomes Batgirl. Ooh, Ooh. So cute. haven't haven't had a good one of I, those yet. I could see it. I could see it. I would watch an Aaliyah Shack, uh, Aaliyah, Aaliyah Shack at Batgirl movie. Hell like, yeah. I would love that. She'd mm-hmm. be so Hell fun. Yeah. Uh, and DC did just announce the DC multiverse. Yeah, they films, sure did. So, oh yeah. boy. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Is that they decided that they wanted to have their cake and eat it too? So <laughs> they're gonna have since they fucked everything up so bad. They just said it's a multiverse now, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, they're, they're doing There's a no flash. Money. Yeah, they want to throw it in the garbage. They're doing a flash <laughs> flashpoint crisis. So like basically, you can do whatever the fuck you want because the flash can time travel. Like that's that's more like a time oh. and time and, multiverse and reality travel. Yeah. travel. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Is this because of Robert Pattinson? Well, I mean that's part of it. Like, yeah. Then it's and it's well happens. established in the comics. Like it's it's okay. they 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 do it just as egregiously as Marvel. I mean, it's smart. It's like we fucked up these movies so bad. Let's just Start build a, an out. Mm-hmm. Like we'll build mm-hmm. an out where it's just like we can we can do whatever we want because it's a multiverse. Yeah. Is that the smart thing, or is just not making any more movies the smart thing? <laughs> I, there will never not Zach. be that. Yeah, but 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 I, and and also like Birds of Prey was very very good. Uh, yeah, it was Wonder Woman. Okay, was quite good. Yeah, Wonder Woman was yeah. good. Yeah. I didn't. I'm excited for the next Wonder fine. Woman. So. Yeah, it should be sure. out now. In the eighties, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was Passing out in like July, in maybe. Yeah. Five so years before that. Anton Yelchin was yeah. born. Back to that. <laughs> <laughs> true enough. True enough. All true. right. So we're at the news conference, and Aaliyah standing in front of a podium, in front of like a huge marble staircase, with Imogen and the mystery woman from the diner still wearing her big black sunglasses. There's security, a bunch of people in suits. So Aaliyah announces that on the day of her appearance on Patrick's show, she was sexually assaulted by Anton in the green room while waiting mm-hmm. to go on set. Yep. That makes Ooh. sense. She's yeah. working with the attorney general of New York. That's one of the women in the suits. The next person yeah. to speak is the sunglasses lady. She approaches the microphone and dramatically removes her sunglasses to reveal someone like super famous. I'm thinking like Meryl Streep level super famous that we didn't know was her. And because yep, she's, yep. we're not gonna like in the poster and the promos, you're not gonna know that she's in it. And she was also assaulted by Anton in the green room at Patrick's show years ago. Um, mm-hmm. And that's the first time she's stepped forward. The AG steps up to speak and confirms that they have arrested Anton on charges of sexual assault. Patrick's been very cooperative, and they're sure there are other victims. So please contact her office to come forward. Right on. We're gonna go to commercial again. 
This time, it's another promo for Patrick's show, but it's hyping an upcoming appearance by Aaliyah where she'll talk about her experiences as a survivor and her new upcoming film. So we'll switch to a view of the set. She's on the couch. Patrick's behind the desk. In Anton's place is a new producer, a young woman, and Imogen's again off to the side, beaming proudly at her best friend. A text. So I love these, but we're going to do a text overlay on the screen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is like my favorite ending to any movie. I don't know why. I just love it. Uh So satisfying. The epi. Yeah. Yeah. Aaliyah went on to win her first Oscar for the film that she was promoting. Mm. Meryl Streep wins another Oscar for directing that movie. Love that. Patrick (laughs) won an Emmy for his show due to his activism in support of sexual assault victims. And Anton was sentenced to the max penalty after even more women came forward against him. The end. Yeah. Man, in in real life... uh, mm, It's a downer, but you you added some some, Mm -hmm. uh, optimism for the world. I needed this feels like uh like the Roger Ailes Nightmare Fox movie. Oh, um, bombshell! Yeah, I yeah, never saw yeah, that. Bombshell. Oh, it's quite good, but also sort of like inherently a bummer, but mm-hmm. also very good. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know who directed that? I hope not. The guy who directed the Austin Powers movies. Yeah, that's true. no way. Yeah, wow. Both have a lot J- of J J Roche. Work. Wow. <laughs> It did get nominated for best makeup at the. At the I mean, Oscars. honestly, the huh. the hair, makeup, and and wardrobe for that movie are very impressive. Like they oh, to make really look, look like... like the people they're supposed to be. Yeah, female fox anchors. Yeah, that takes some mm-hmm. work for sure. Yeah, a really good blonde wig and <laughs> yeah. Botox. <laughs> a lot of hairspray. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. It was just like Ooh. maybe it's because we're living in this like depressing universe. But I was like, all right, I'm gonna sure. do. I'm gonna do something a little darker this time. But yeah. I still made room for a musical sequence. Mm-hmm. True enough. Yes. True enough. <laughs> Wonderful. Yep. I, I will say uh, the real movie is also uh, a dark bummer about things that are far too real in this universe. Yeah, but it has a um, much, much less of an uplifting end. Oh, yeah. so. Is it about this... a pandemic? Nope. No. No. But Seth, you wanna so hit... close. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it's, um, so th- it is something that we have to deal with all the time. All right. I was going to say, this This movie came out in 2015, and it was slightly topical then, and it is extremely topical. Is it about yeah. fascism? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. <laughs> oh, my To God. an extent. Yeah. It's certainly about people who ascribe, uh, subscribe to that uh, belief right. system. Right. So, all right. So, the IMDb one-sentence oh summary, um, and this is, a, this is a horror movie, by the way. Um, oh well that would explain why i've never even heard of it that's why we picked it because we knew you don't watch horror movies (laughs) yeah it's it's uh yeah anyway so that's your third that's your third quadrant we got musicals (laughs) color and horror uh so the summary is a punk rock band is forced to fight for survival after witnessing a murder at a neo-nazi skinhead bar oh wait is it like there it's like antifa like and no. no no they're they're just a cool punk rock band and I do they... like that a lot though oh, they're a bunch of dirty they're a bunch of dirty shithead punks. yeah they're, so they're crusty they're pretty yeah. they're real they're, crusty. Oh my God, yeah. they're, they're not the they're, they, crustiest the... i've ever seen but they're like uh <laughs> they're up i there. mean they're yeah they're like riding bikes they... 11 miles to siphon gas yeah they live crusty. in a van like... four people deep and yeah they <laughs> siphon gas yeah awesome. uh-huh and they're, they're pretty on the west so... coast even though they're on tour from dc so <laughs> who's in the band 
Oh, uh, Abanja, Alia Alia. is yeah. uh, guitar. Uh, mm-hmm. Anton is bass. Nice. Mm-hmm. We didn't give you drums, and we didn't give you a singer. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the guy who plays the singer or the drummer, I can't remember which, was just in the new uh, adaptation of Emma. Um, uh, Callum Turner. Oh, the singer. Callum, mm-hmm. Callum Turner, blue hair guy. Yep. Yeah, okay. that's the singer. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah that's the singer. Uh, Mario, yeah. I think you should watch the new Emma for the costume. Yeah, I should because sure. I hated the yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow version. <laughs> oh, because it's terrible. Yeah. It's uh, quite <laughs> trash. Yeah. My mom was yeah, like, you'll love the costume this. design. No, I did not love it. Costume design and color palette in the new oh, version excellent. are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep me entertained. I don't know that I need to give a much longer summary, honestly. Like that one sentence, that might well, be the best one I mean, sentence there, summary there, we've there ever had. There is some plot to it, right? We we didn't introduce Patty Stews. Yeah, uh, Patrick Stewart yeah. and oh, it's true. All right, so I, let me. Yeah. Okay, so it starts off with they're they're in uh, some small town in Washington, uh, mm-hmm. supposed to do a show. They get interviewed for a radio show. Show falls through. They have no money, and they're gonna have to like. They say, we're going to have to siphon our way all the way back to D.C. And the dude is like, I have a cousin down in Portland. The scene there is still going pretty strong. 350 bucks you can do, like, you can open for for a band. He's like, but it's like kind of an intense place. Play your, like, early hard stuff. Yeah. And they get there, and it's a lit, like, legit neo-Nazi club. There are mm-hmm. there are SS symbols everywhere. There are mm-hmm. swastikas everywhere. Like, it's... Is mm-hmm. it like a... Uh, like there's are they like they're skinheads so they're yeah. like punks but they're also neo nazis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, it's, and they... it's that version of a thing that died in the eighties, but somehow <laughs> some people in Portland, Oregon area mm-hmm. keep it it's alive. Still, it's sure still huge in Oregon. Yeah, this is still a huge movement in it, Oregon. It's still a very well, it's not a big thing, but it is a it's thing. It's a that big is. enough I mean, thing. It's relatively like, big compared to everywhere labels. else. So, like, yeah, indeed. Oh, somebody's yeah. putting out music. So this is <laughs> no, it's, it's true. So the the show is at kind of like an isolated situation out in the woods. It's like a like a like it's a it's a it's a venue, but it's it, it's in the middle of goddamn nowhere. Okay. Yeah, it's like on someone's property out in the in a rural mm-hmm. area, and like not like yeah. in a neo-Nazi compound. Clearly, the, yeah. I was but... gonna say the word we're looking for is compound. It is mm-hmm. a compound. If you yeah. guys have ever watched uh, like neo-Nazi documentaries, they always have at least one cross-burning slash concert that is on like someone's hunting mm-hmm. land. Sure. Yeah. They they before they left for this show, they literally said, "Are they gonna burn crosses?" And the cousin guy goes, "Eh." Probably not. <laughs> oh my word! <laughs> or, I don't know. I think he said something. And the the first song that <laughs> yeah. they play in their in their is a Dead Kennedy yeah. song. Yeah, fuck yeah. The first song in their set is a Dead Kennedy song. It's uh what uh Nazi fuck Nazi punk Nazi fuck punks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, of course. Yeah, which of course people are like spitting at them and throwing them bottles and stuff. Right. But it's still like I really it's, it's good. I really because, love the yeah. It's I love the stage presence of the singer in that scene because they finish the song and he goes, "That was a cover." So good, like it was weird. Yeah. So the rest of the movie is a horror movie. There's a lot of murder and shit, but that was the one time. Even the Nazi kids were just like, "All right, okay." And then they <laughs> yeah. play other yeah, stuff. Well, we get we we give you that one, yeah. yeah. Um, so they finish their set and they go back uh, and all their shits in the hallway and it's like, sorry, we had to make room in the green room for the headliners. And Aaliyah left her phone in there, and Anton goes to get it. And on the floor is the body of a girl with a knife in her head. And oh, God. Yep. Yeah, and the headlining band, one of the guys in that band, did it. Uh, so now okay. it's on. Yep. And they end up barricaded in the green room 
with Imogen Poots, whose best friend is the girl who got stabbed. Mm-hmm. Um, and is like, she a neo-Nazi too? She was, he, yes. You can yeah. you can tell because she has that female skinhead haircut that is the worst haircut <laughs> literally all time. Just the bangs yeah. and the like weird uh, and a side shave and then like, also long, and then in the back it's just the whole. It's a thing lot of layers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a it's lot, a lot of, of layers. everything layers. in the so wrong places. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but basically, they the rest the next like probably third of the movie is them in this room, like basically in a hostage situation where Patrick Stewart is there. And so like, Patrick Stewart owns the call... compound. He is the head yeah. neo-Nazi. Whoa. He's the big bad. Yeah. With a British accent? And he's, he's yeah. doing no, a he pretty doesn't... shitty American accent, but okay. yeah. He's doing a very reserved, quiet. Anton Yeltsin's we'll American accent is spectacular, though. Yeah. He's, yeah, awesome. he's actually yeah. Russian. He's a great actor. Yeah. Right. No, he, does, he does a great job, and it's not just that, that you know... You have that typical like American accent that that actors do, where it's just gravelly. I don't think it's that. I think it's actually good. Or like the British version where they overdo all the mm-hmm. R's because they watched Monty <laughs> Python growing up. Like, I was gonna say, yeah, no, the gravelly one resonates. It's like what everybody everybody watched like Clint Eastwood movies, and they go, "Oh, Americans, yeah, cool, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah." Like, no, not even so. Clint, like Hugh, Hugh Laurie's Hugh Laurie's American accent <laughs> is what I'm talking about. Yeah, yes, yeah. that's the perfect way to describe it. Yeah, that's the way you do it in America. I am having a really hard time picturing Patrick Stewart as a neo-Nazi. It's very understated he's because like, he's just like yeah. a dude. He mostly looks like a, a backwoods kind okay. of guy. But he's like, like very competent where he's surrounded mm-hmm. by idiots, right? Yes. He's like he's the leader for sure. Right. And and so he's mm-hmm. like, hey, let's use let's use these guys to do this thing because they're meatheads. Let's use these guys to do <laughs> well, this thing because they're smarter but are still expendable and let's use these guys to do this. Right? And he's got his wow. whole like his whole like wrecking crew, his the red laces he calls them, mm-hmm. and it's which is a which Nazi is a thing. Yep. Oh, yeah, that sucks. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Fuck Nazis, um, by the way. But like the like the movie Jesus. is yeah, basically I'm so angry. Them. No kidding. I, I yeah. <laughs> so ugh. the movie is essentially is them like uh, trying to survive and fighting their way out of this mm-hmm. building, and like over the course of it, a lot of really gory it violence happens. Like Anton, Anton Yeltsin gets his arm sliced up with a machete, which is only the second worst thing to happen to an arm in that scene. Yeah. Like, Kristen Chenoweth yeah. also gets really fucked <laughs> <laughs> So this enormous guy, Big Justin, uh, who they're like uh, holding him hostage, essentially, as like their, their leverage mm-hmm. to like get out of the building. One of the dudes in the band puts him in a cross arm breaker, and you watch the arm compound yep. like it's. That's not the bad part. <laughs> oh yeah, and then, oof, and then Imogen Poots takes a box cutter and slices his whole midsection up, like to test if he's knocked out or not. It's disgusting. Oh, it's rough. This is an it's like, extremely rough. yeah. Oh my this god, this is an incredibly I, 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 visceral movie. It's, I, I'm definitely yeah. not like it sounds. The concept sounds amazing. I'm very it's, into yeah. this, except for the fact Man. that it's so gross. Like I would turn mm-hmm. it off. Um, this is a movie that I have intended to watch for years, but have never been able to pump myself up enough yeah. to see the level of uh-huh. violence in it. Because I read like it was so just dis- like. So is, yeah. it, like, is like, it really horror, or is it more like 
gore. No, it it is horror because I would say that it's horror because of the tension. Uh, because of the tension. It's, a lot of tension. it's all it's the the entire thing is tension, right? The way that they do the sound cues, the way that things are lit, the way mm-hmm. the way that they like mm-hmm. they they dutch all these camera angles, like it's it's extremely tension building, and then mm-hmm. it's there's a punctuated lot of, um... extreme action violence, and then it's back to tension, and it is nerve wracking mm-hmm. the entire time. <sighs> there's a lot of uh, dog mauling because they're like, oh, well, get a beware of dog sign, stick it on the neighbor's property, and then like so, so put the bodies essentially, out there, and we'll stage right. it like so, they were so the, so the conceit like, is is that they saw that that the uh, our our ostensible heroes saw the murder, and. Mm-hmm the the nazis need to eliminate them and the way that they're going to do Mm -hmm. it is they are going to like pretend that they had like broken into the compound to siphon gas for instance or they like just ended up in the middle of some other fight and so they found they find all these ways to like release dogs on them or or make it seem like they were trying to rob them or all these sorts of stuff Okay. Even though they're these captive people that are trapped in this room and they have to figure out ways to basically stage that they were doing something wrong. That's that's the interesting they, part. Is they can't they can't just kill them. They have to kill them in a way that they can then plausibly set up why they were killed later. Right. And the big reason is because there is, big surprise, a heroin operation yeah. going on underneath the car. Obviously. Like, yep. yep. And this they need to all, keep the cops away. This is all away. gangs and all, like, yep. and mm-hmm. including white supremacist gangs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting. The... I've never heard of neo Nazis being so considerate of how they're committing their crimes. Well, Usually, no, like, but but it's much much like it's gangs. more calculated. They're, they're just it's gangs. Calculated. I mean, yeah, yeah it's yeah. extremely they, they calculated. They have to cover their tracks and shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and it's it's mostly Patrick Stewart who is able to right. be the one the who does this. There's also yeah. a so the, just like that movie he was in, Masterminds from the nineties. True. Uh, there's sure, also like a, sure. a, a, a kind of like like stage manager guy who's who's an underling who isn't as Nazi e as everybody else, but is still like participatory and mm-hmm. he's, he's he's the only I don't other know this act- like semi competent person on the Nazi mm-hmm. side. Well, I, and I don't know this actor's name, but he has been in all of this director's movies. His name is making and- something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're like best friends in real life. Yeah, make make him yeah. Blair. And his Yeah. Make him Blair. And his whole character is like he's the guy looking for belonging, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's very common with neo Nazis. Well, absolutely. Yeah. I mean that's that's common in most gangs, right? Most it gives gangs, you yeah. it gives you a, yeah. a community and a support structure even mm-hmm. if it's shitty. Your family's your family's uh, uh, speaking speaking to the gore stuff we were talking about, uh, the director throat mauling and the slit up the middle of an entire torso. Ooh. The director mentioned Anton Yelchin uh, getting his arm all hacked up was like they filmed it largely in order, I think. And he mm-hmm. said the day that they did that, everybody's like real life uh, sort of feel of the movie turned on that in like instant. And they were all just like, oh, fuck, this is extremely more real than we thought it was oh, going to be. And now, like, he said, like, everybody was, like, kind of, like, normal set. Everybody's happy. And then after that, it was like, oh, it was now a, we're all actually trapped in this situation. And it's fucking It was an crazy. extremely good Jesus. prosthetic, right? Yeah. It was it was, oh, it was, sure. it was, an amazing piece of makeup, I must say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
but the movie basically follows a plot of like one by one like the band members get killed uh until it's anton's left with imogen who they make a good stand though they kill a lot of nazis on the way down well that's the thing is like they also are taking out a bunch (laughs) of the nazis as they go um and eventually by the end they uh with the help of that uh that other guy who now sees like This is not. This is not the way. Like I, you know, at, at gunpoint. But he does. <laughs> he says he does decide. Even even before he's at gun. Well, he is at gunpoint. But he says, "I want to go to jail." Like <laughs> I don't want to die. Like man. so. Yeah. So I actually I had to I had to put the captioning on for that scene because I'm like I think he said I want to go. Yeah. To jail. So, <laughs> yeah. so so like Anton fun. and Imogen kill all of all of the Nazis that were sent in to murder them and this guy is on cleanup duty or whatever and he didn't yeah. hear the other guys mm-hmm. die because he was like running the vacuum or some shit. And then they like come out <laughs> got the pressure and they're washer. Like, yeah. like wounded and bloody and are pointing a gun at him and he's like, I want to go to jail. And so then the three of them leave the compound because everybody else is gone at this point. And um they have their like their last stand well, and they, is... they kill Patrick Stewart and uh, that guy like finds a farm and he's just like I need the police. Like, yeah, so he that police, that like... the fact that he actually followed through phones? was that is no that's, that's a, a big, big plot, plot point. point. Everybody is constantly destroying cell phones. Everybody is constantly like the Nazis are always covering their tracks. They always have an alibi because they're because they're mm-hmm. run by Patrick Stewart and Patrick Stewart is smart about it, even though he's. Damn. He is an ostensibly not even ostensibly. He is an absolutely evil character. Like certainly, it, it, it feels worth mentioning. So the the girl that got murdered in the first place was murdered because she was leaving the yeah, Nazis. Yeah, she was leaving yeah, the Nazis with surprised. one of the with one of the other guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with who... one of the other guys, not her boyfriend, her Nazi boyfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he tries to help them. Like when he finds out what happened, he's going to help them get out of this. And like yeah. that's one of the first big twists of the movie. Right. Is like. The moment he decides he's going to help them get out of it, he gets shot in the head, yeah. like out of the, from off from off screen. Yeah. But there yeah. there are several characters Ooh. that notably want to leave the organization. Mm-hmm. Like Macon is yeah. another one, like we talked about. But like uh, Imogen is the same way. Like that was her best friend, mm-hmm. and so that's why she ends up helping our protagonists because she's like, yeah, this is obviously fucked. Like yeah. I'm on your side now, of course. Yeah. Yeah, oh, and she has all the inside angles and everything. Right. She's like, "Oh, there's the, the there's no way out, but like we can go over here." Or, mm-hmm. it's yeah. mm-hmm. it's so, a very visceral movie. It's at it's, the end. Yes, that means Anton's the final girl. <laughs> Anton and Imogen he, he, are both he final and girls. Imogen. Okay. Yeah, they Who's they end up shooting Patrick Stewart in the head, yep. and among uh, other places. <laughs> They shoot him. Shoot, shoot Patrick Stewart a lot. They shoot him once in the top of the dome, and it squirts blood. Oh, like, I'm God. not sure that that had squirt blood, but like, man, it was yeah. a thing. There, to there are blood. some, but the, <laughs> not so accurate ways that human bodies work in this. But in, in general, yeah. it's good. Yeah. yeah, But they end up sitting there, like just in silence, staring dead ahead, waiting yeah. for the cops. The, well, yeah, they just killed a bunch of people. Yeah. No, the the best part of the end scene. They are sitting in silence. They have guns. The dog that has been mauling people left and right this entire time walks up. It, this dog has been shot with a shotgun also. Yeah, this oh, is no. the wounded yeah, dog. The there dog, are several, yeah. it's a several dogs, actually. Yeah, this is like the, I think, main one. It walks up, and they think it's going to hurt them again. They're so tired at this point. Yeah. 
they point their guns at the dog and just pull the triggers and they're out. So like, there's nothing, but they're so tired. They're just like, click, 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 click. As the dog just slowly plods past them. It doesn't give it a is, fuck. It is the and saddest, then it, And then it goes tired. and then lies then it down, down on its former owner who yeah. has been shot to death just a little bit oh, ago. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's like the I mean, weirdest, too most bad. anticlimactic He was a, he was a Nazi so training fighting dog. I kind of like, like that, well, though, because yeah. it shows the like the humanity, quote-unquote, of the dog. is like, yeah. his person's died. He's sad. He's going to go grieve. Right, yeah. Instead yeah, of, like, mm-hmm. Because he has no person to tell him to go murder someone, right? So it's like... Cause, right. right. So yeah. He's just a dog. As I've... As I've said to friend of the show, Will, what are my opinions on police? So my opinion on dogs is there's no such thing as a bad dog. There's dogs who do bad things. And he asked me about police dogs. And I said, police dogs are just uh, oppressed by the Mm -hmm. state. Uh, And Nazi dogs are just oppressed by the Nazis. You can train a dog to do a lot of things, including kill people. Yeah, Yeah. You can Mm -hmm. train a cat to use the toilet. I mean, anything's possible with enough treats. Sure enough. Sure it's a good boy, and there's a good boy mm. under there. If you could dodge, if you could dodge a wrench, you could dodge a ball. Yeah. yeah. Let's, wow, let's so talk like, a little bit more about Pavlovian response, shall we? Um. <laughs> so, was this movie good? Yeah, yeah. it's it it for oh, its really? genre. It is an excellent movie. Oh, like. No. I'm in like, trouble now. For its budget, it is an incredible yeah. movie. Uh, uh, of the horror movies of the 2010s, uh, which I won't name the other ones because hopefully we can do some of them with you again, mm. Mariano. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is often cited as top 10, top 5, for sure. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's a, I can see that. Good. It's yeah. a very good movie. It, uh, like, I was just tense the entire time, right? Like that's like, the sign of a good heart. Like that's the thing. I, yeah, like sure. as soon as it was done, I was still like shaking a little bit. Like I was just just my whole body kind of hurt oh a little God. bit. It's 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 a difficult watch, will, but it's very good. I will never watch. Yeah, it again. I, will, I I won't watch it again either. Well, but I probably is, will. Actually. It is quite let's, good. Let's be honest. <laughs> it is it is incredibly. It is incredibly well mm-hmm. done in every yeah. aspect and as i think we mentioned well the, so the director has done few things mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. I, I think this is like his second big movie third overall movie oh, wow. and third full length mm-hmm. film yeah. yeah and this was apparently the other one the one before this was like quite revered and this one was genuinely loved by most people oh yeah is he like a horror specialist the other one was like a drama, I think. Oh. Not really. Yeah. Uh, what? Blue, Blue Rain. Of, his first. Or, yeah. Yeah. Blue Ruin. Blue Ruin. Oh, sorry, sorry, Ruin. Blue Ruin is a revenge mm-hmm. movie. Um, oh. They all have colors. And and in then. Name? No, that's the thing with him. Is people people have asked him that, and he's like, "No, it's it's honestly oh. just coincidental." I was gonna be like really excited if they were, he was gonna do one for each color of the visible light spectrum, so they could put them in order and the DVD boxes would line up and be a rainbow. Oh, but no. the last one is Fanta like Black. You, oh. no. <laughs> I would say it's like if you buy all the Iron Maiden CDs, it makes a picture of Eddie on it. Oh. Like, oh. <laughs> See, that's a good Easter oh, egg. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um fun. no, his his first full length movie is is like, it's like a murder a, something. Like a murder party. It's like a comedy horror yeah. movie. Oh. I have seen that one. It is it's not good in any way. It's not Oh, it's not worth watching. Movie. I've I've thought about watching it before. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's no. 
it's just a, it's a good freshman effort. Like it's, mm. you know, it's okay. a movie. It, it, yeah. it counts. I, as what, I heard, <laughs> it is. what I heard, what I read from his, him in an interview was like, no, the color thing is coincidental. What's actually on purpose is uh, my first three movies are a trilogy about people who are trying to accomplish a thing that they have no skills or uh, understanding of how to mm-hmm. accomplish. Yes. It. It's oh, inept protagonists, which yeah. this movie definitely yeah. fits. Yeah. yeah. It feels like, not that I encourage this, don't get any ideas, but this could be a really cool video game, like a horror, like survival game, but it would be bad because any like thing that becomes a video game is not originally a video game is terrible. It has to be like OG, but... It are, is, are you talking about the E.T. Nintendo game? Yeah, I, I mean, assume. Little Mermaid, <laughs> Aladdin, like, Atari. insert Atari, like yeah. anything yeah. that was ever something else. <laughs> But well, like, like I think Escape from the Nazi Club like, does sound like a good premise. Uh, <laughs> well, it's, it kind of reminds me of like a horde mode in a video game mm-hmm. where like you you have to hold down your base and defend mm-hmm. yourself against right. on, like onslaughts. Could, mm-hmm. This is more of like if a horde mode was combined with like a survival yeah. escape. So so it's like, it's like, like Rust combined with, jeez, uh, I don't even know, like dead Nazi zombies like, from, I, from I was going to say the, dead Call Speaking of Nazis game. like yeah. Doom, right? Or whatever. Uh, or uh, Wolfenstein, no, Wolfen- Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein yeah. which is a Doom clone, yeah. yeah. But like, yeah, yeah. so like, there's games like, um, oh, like Until Dawn or Last of Us. Those are survival games. It could be mm-hmm. like that, but it's almost like a dungeon crawl where it's like you have to break your way out of this neo-Nazi compound. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's what's compelling about this movie is like. Uh, it is a survival thing and, yeah. and an escape like, room it's an escape room it's just there are shit. nazis outside of it, it. literally is and the, <laughs> and the puzzles are are based around like how do i ration my weapons yeah. but like there's yeah. not like like decode this lock combination it's like there's a gun in the corner and there's six nazis outside what are you gonna there's, do there's that part but there's also <laughs> the like we need to break through the floor we need to like yeah. find if there are any other exits in this so we have to like mm-hmm. actually physically figure out what's going they use, on yeah they use bodies as decoys at different mm-hmm. points like yeah yeah that's true yeah Oof. it's it's it, this movie is an escape room it's just it is also a survival room <laughs> it is it's mm-hmm. like cube 2 hypercube i don't think it is so. no it's not at all i just wanted to mention <laughs> cube 2 hypercube. we're not from canada we green can't talk about two this hyper green yep <laughs> green um, <laughs> Patrick, St- one one thing I really thought was kind of fun. Uh, Patrick Stewart, like some, like they just were like, "What if we could get Patrick Stewart?" Mm-hmm. Uh, and they said of the script, and he read the script, and, he go- and he's like, "Yeah." And I uh, locked all my doors, turned on my security system, and had a giant glass of scotch. <laughs> and then the next morning, I was like, "I want to be in this movie." That's so he, cool. Yeah, he was so afraid of the script that he's like, "This is off type." Like that's the whole thing. Is like, "This yeah. is not my deal. I love this. I want to do this." Mm-hmm. That's so. Uh, yeah. So like, did they? I assume they spent a lot of money on him, but like everyone else was relatively young. This so is a no. This this, this very cheap, it cost very like cheap movie. five million. Yeah, mm-hmm. correct. Uh, according, yeah, according to Wikipedia, it is five million. And budget, four million yeah. was spent on like fake blood. Yeah, it could have been probably <laughs> prosthetics for sure. Yeah. yeah, it did not make a lot of money. Um, it lost. No, it made yeah. it made three point oh, eight. Yeah. Again, but it is revealed, like uh, uh, revered. People I love think it. I think in revered, reputation revered. it has it has it has gained a lot, and I assume it's probably like made back whatever it lost at this mm. point. I would assume so, and I think we talked about this. Uh, didn't A twenty four buy the rights very late in the? 
You you had said that. I I wonder if it was like a a, fel- a festival movie and they bought the rights oh. at the festival. I think so. And like so, I, it sounds like the distribution was kind of like fucked up from yeah. the beginning. Mm-hmm. But uh, so, but obviously like it never had like, a wide people release. People saw things yeah. in this movie. Like yeah, yeah. it's gonna be good. Cool. It's a good. Yeah. It's a very good, like non fantastical horror movie. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It is more real than I thought. Yeah, it to be. it's yeah. extremely. I think that's why it's so effective. It's a yes. little, it's a little <laughs> too real, and yeah. yeah. Man, I'm I really mean, fucking said... tired of like ghost horror movies. Like, if I have to watch another ghost that's a nun, <laughs> I'm gonna fucking never watch another horror. Movie. You don't have to keep going to see. No, it, but right? I love horror movies. I'm just so tired of that fucking Zach, thing. Or like stop. a doll, a doll that Zach, has fucking just... power. Like I'm bored. Zach, oh, did bored. you see? Did you see the boy too, Brahms? I did, Is that I did what you yeah. I was thinking about all the Annabelle movies. That's what I was oh, gonna yeah, say. Was stop saying. watching <laughs> movies Annabelle. in the the Conjuring Ugh. universe. Conjuring. I, Universe. I have not so. liked a single movie in the Conjuring universe. There have been seven, I believe. Holy you shit. go to see all of them opening night. What's wrong with you? Oh, You're the problem. You do this to yourself. <laughs> I know, but no, like it's movies like this that are like the redemption of this genre, right? I yeah, I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Good. Yikes! This feels like one of the early, one of the early and less famous uh, movies to fit into like the horror renaissance of the second half of the 2010s. Mm, yes. Yeah, if they that, redid like, Halloween. Uh, there's like a bunch of there's a bunch of. I like, was talking about mostly all the low budget yeah, stuff. Yeah, and like, oh sure, that sure. we won't mention in case Mariel yeah, does. Yeah, that's indeed, a good point. Indeed, Wait, like, yeah. does like does Saw count in this Renaissance? No, no, no. Yeah. Saw was like 2005. That's torture porn. Saw, yeah, because those are Saw all like was like the the slasher Renaissance of the early 2000s. Mm, yeah. Yeah. There's like a contemplative horror Renaissance that's happened in the last couple years. Okay. And I think this was like, ha- it seems like just based on the date, this happened right before those Agreed. movies really started. Fully to get agree. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. is this fit in with like hereditary? I'm I'm grouping it in at in that like that early time period, early like, early sort of like part of that same God, movement. That movie fucks me. Yeah. Up. I was gonna say hereditary is even better of a movie that is like a nearly oh, perfect so good movie. <laughs> yeah. i saw that opening night and i haven't seen it since and i still have that yeah. movie came like, out over two years ago about it because it was like so much hype i was mm-hmm. like holy fuck this movie is fucked up yeah, yeah. it's or what about wild. what about like midsummer no. same same that same, is the same dude. director yeah. as hereditary yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yep um, I actually, I, I, I have a, a, an acquaintance who has met Ari Aster, uh, the director of those movies, because uh, he's a he's a film critic. Um, and he should he come on the show. Why Ari hasn't Aster, he been on the fucking show yet? <laughs> I don't know him that well. Um, <laughs> and he said, uh, he said, yeah, man, Ari Aster, what a fake motherfucker that guy is. Whoa, <laughs> no kidding. He's like, he sits out there like he's the most like dark perverse guy in the world and really it's just like some nerdy white guy who's like afraid to talk to people who like, likes horror movies and directs I mean, horror movies yeah, that's been every sense. horror director yeah. since the dawn of horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> he's like socially awkward of course he is that's why yeah. have you met movies. John Carpenter come on <laughs> no I haven't he's my favorite director <laughs> you got a line on no, that but Harry Asher's like... not also a composer that's true he doesn't. Is, does he like yeah, I don't, Moogs? I don't, I don't think he is. Okay. We don't yeah. think he is. At least. A Moog synthesizer <laughs> is really the way. Oh. I'm down. Mm-hmm. Ooh, All right. Oh my God. All right. Let's get to uh, a rating, that. shall we? Yeah, All right. Sure. Unless there's I'm something else. Now. You guys have anything else to say? No. no. 
All right. No, I think we did it. All right. So, uh, green room with uh, one hundred thousand seven hundred and ten votes is a seven point zero. <laughs> How did this movie make three point five million dollars? Oh no! Because this is what we're talking about. It has gained reputation and popularity in the years. It's like a, is that like a word of mouth kind of movie where it's mm-hmm. absolutely hundred percent much like yeah. all a twenty four movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, you know. Yeah. But now A24 mm-hmm. is like a meme. It's like not even, you know what I mean? It's I like, know. it's. I but this is like early on. Yeah, yeah. But this is when A24 was only doing mm-hmm. horror and before they got mm-hmm. really big. Yeah. All right. So who wants to go first? Lee? Obviously. Yeah. Okay. yeah. All right. The real movie is super upsetting, <laughs> super gory, but honestly, really good. And it's only 95 minutes long. Choice. Uh, Choice. 95. 95. Yeah. Quite, exactly. yeah, it is quite short but it felt way longer let's be honest well right because it puts you through some yeah some i don't think i could yeah. handle it if it was much longer i think that's one of its strengths mm-hmm. is it knows how long yeah. it should be um so i'm gonna i'm i'll give it a seven and a half uh okay only because it's not my preferred genre mm-hmm. of horror if that makes sense sure, sure. Okay. um i thought your movie was really great marielle obviously it was like topical and upsetting but it's a thing that needs to be talked Mm -hmm. about and it was done in a very interesting format and we got at least some uplifting bits at the end absolutely i'm gonna give you Uh an eight hey i was getting really nervous when you guys were talking about how good this movie was (laughs) yep yeah hey ml you're part of the family like you gotta you gotta get put through the ringer every once in a while that's true i do have i do need to maintain my motivation because i do have to work really hard on these movies there you go there you go it took me a long time to come up with something for this one hey welcome to the club (laughs) i did do it yesterday though so yeah so you haven't quite reached that level of like desperation (laughs) that the rest of us do I mean, my my last one took me like three weeks and two postponements. Yeah, so like, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Seth, what you got? All right. So uh, the original man, like, like I said, like I'm tense the entire time, and it does a really good job of of. So I this is the second time I've seen it. I just don't okay. remember the first all that well, but this this time I didn't remember that it was like nothing extreme action and then nothing Mm -hmm. extreme action and then nothing like over and over and over again and it really like draws you in in that way and and i had forgotten that that was the case but man whoo this is a brutal movie but like if you like horror especially like really really gory visceral horror (laughs) i would say that this is like a nine Uh oh damn you know the thing is though like it's not even gory visceral horror because gory visceral horror usually is heightened yeah this This is 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 not like real this just looks exactly this just looks real the gory the gory version can be kind of schlocky sometimes yeah this is just like if people were to kill people this is what it would look like yeah (laughs) Yeah. and the way that it's organized and the way that it's so methodical makes it really frightening Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and if they're doing it out of desperation like you put yourself in the protagonist's like point mm. of view the whole time and you go fuck like I, you would have to kill that guy that fucking yeah, yeah. no it's yeah. so like yeah. if that you would have to break Kristen channel yeah. you would have oh, to I break could never. I could never. and then you'd have to then you'd have to slice up her stomach uh it's awful <laughs> yeah 
Re- regardless, that is just if you are into that sort of thing. If you do not like that sort of thing, do not watch this movie because it will definitely give you nightmares. <laughs> Um, um, I'm already getting nightmares. Yeah, um, and I think one of them is that Lee now has the flock of seagulls haircut. Oh, I was gonna say it's very distracting. No, it's, it's the haircut I've always wanted my entire life since like 2001. Yeah, Devil very... he keeps doing this to me. He just keeps rubbing it in that he can have the Taking Back Sunday, and I could never have it. We'll get yeah. you a toupee. Yeah. Oh, it's so you, not can, the you same. can live your your fantasy. <laughs> Oh my god, Zach with a really tasteful toupee is something I would pay to I see. would only wear a toupee if it was made out of Lee's hair. I'm just going to put that out there. He has a lot. He could probably spare a little bit hey, for you. Hey, locks of love mm-hmm. for me? Yeah. <laughs> you need 13 I inches for that. I do love you. So, um, I don't need 13 inches. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> All right, so Ma- Ma- Marielle, your, your, your movie. Um, I really like your Patrick Stewart as a host. I really like the whole premise. And Wouldn't he it- be amazing as a late night talk? Yeah, would you watch that? Super remember, charming. Remember when Mindy Cowling and Emma Thompson made a movie about a late yeah. night host, and I was like, Emma Thompson would be a great late oh, night host, and then that movie yeah. sucked. But yeah. like, but the concept was so cute. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I and you know, it like like they said, it really covers a very like important and pervasive problem, like in everywhere, but also in in um, entertainment and. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's 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 also pretty brutal, but also like you need to have those stories, right? And uh, again, as Lee said, you you really had an uplift, so I'm gonna give you an eight point five. Thanks. Who do who? Yeah, feeling good. All right. Uh, Yeah, man. Okay, OG. (laughs) I'm right up with. the populace on this one it is an unstoppable horror movie um i definitely remember seeing it in the theaters and loving it loving every second of it and it was even more effective at home the second time because i think i hadn't remembered like how tense the whole thing was yeah and i was like i was coming into it like oh i know what happens like it's not a big deal Mm -hmm. and then the like actual like edgier seat version of this was real crazy um yeah i'm gonna go i think i'm with seth i'm gonna go like nine yeah it's it's really 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 good for Mm -hmm. the version of the horror movie that it is yeah one thing that we one thing that we did forget to Mm -hmm. talk about that i I do want to mention with the original is how just breathtakingly it captured the the just unnerving filthiness of a small time music venue like (laughs) sure absolutely like everything is just caked in grime like like, there's also like three light bulbs in an entire building with like 16 (laughs) rooms like i don't know how they (laughs) yeah Yeah. and some but they like wallpaper is like band stickers but also yeah essentially uh yeah and sharpie mm-hmm. and like but yeah and it's, and like I apparently guess. they didn't i assume they had just found like a venue and filmed in it like no they just built this set yeah. like oh, damn. they they aged and weathered uh that dirt <laughs> in just the most realistic in five days like, they had a hundred punk shows and then you just like just filth it up just get it as gross as you can they went through so much pbr just trying oh to get that God. floor so sticky yeah. oh, they're like they're... every time somebody bought one pbr there was like here's your drinking one and here's your throwing around one. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, it yeah, the, I have to tell you that i the fully the fully work in this movie of just shoes scrunching mm. on on dried up oh, beer yeah. like 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very thoughtful. <laughs> yeah, and there's some really good like sound cues in this too. Um, yeah. that are just, they use some feedback as as a as a weapon at one point. It's pretty oh cool. Um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Gross. sorry, Zach. That's, that's very was, cool, actually, because I yeah. I have a very soft spot in my heart for venues like that, and including oh, yeah, my local of favorite, course. So. Yeah. Oh, I've they, seen some really fun shit in places they, like they that. They don't I've exist. I've seen so some much really anymore, horrible shit there too, yeah, but like yeah, that's part of the yeah. fun. The good with yeah. the bad. Yeah. Uh Mariel, your thing was very good. I think mostly Facts I liked the sequence that you did for the mm. delivery. The like, let's do the whole thing and then let's go back and do the whole thing again. Um That was very fun. Uh yeah, the I mean it's very poignant. As we all sort of talked about. Yeah, it's, it's not really meant to be fun, per se. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, again, it's like watching that stupid Roger Ailes movie. I was just like, like, it's very well put together. And as much as, like, the subject matter sucks, it's mm-hmm. like, fuck, this is like a real thing. that exi- I mean, even with the actual movie, like, oh, Nazis do fucking suck. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's a good point, actually. It's like, that, <laughs> like, this is a real thing that happens and, like, if you're in a band, you gotta be really careful about where you're agreeing to play shows. <laughs> if some guy tells you his cousin lives near Portland, don't fucking go there. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So lessons. yeah, I'm I'm gonna give you a nine as well. Hey, I'd say straight up there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel I'm feeling good. I yeah. Feel very inspired. High high marks all around for sure. Yeah. That's great because I feel like you guys watch so many bad movies for this show. We really, we really do. do. We we yeah. continuously try not to, but we keep doing it. <laughs> and so you should feel good that this time you picked one that was a real winner. I know. I when we uh, asked you to come on, uh, we had a lot of choices, and uh, they were all good. Like it's <laughs> it's it's the Lee weeks, and to some extent the Steph, the Seth weeks, where we have <laughs> to pick like. We're, let's go to the end of the earth for any movie that exists that Lee hasn't seen. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, I've seen I've seen that Pirates of the Caribbean movie, so we can't. <laughs> yeah, do that. that was like up two. I think. No, that's 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 at the world one. Not. Um, uh, yeah. 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 Good joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway, on on that literal note, uh, next week we're doing a movie. Or Seth's doing a movie called Vibes. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Movie I ain't no shit about. Lee seems to know something about it. Uh, we're having a guest spurt who we, we have are. not asked if if they c- were available <laughs> or wanted to be on the show. I think they're going to be into it. Uh, I wouldn't uh-huh. be surprised. Yeah. Uh. Uh, a friend of the show, Jess, is going to join because she is a a truly might be the world's foremost expert on the film vibes. <laughs> I so. love it. I can't wait to hear her insights and seth is getting ready to play us off with the mouth harp and it is just hey you know what else has a whole lot of vibes oh if i say i'll watch what she's watching really quick he can't do it okay cut cut. nope too bad